Welcome to Small But Mighty, a podcast for kids by kids. We are going to talk about the ways kids can make a difference in the world. So if you are a kid who wants to spread joy, learn how to enjoy the people around you, or just convince your parents to buy the next toy you ask for, then this is a podcast for you. We might we may be small, but we can still do mighty things. Today I'll be talking to you about how school will be a little bit different this year. Could you? And before I, we get to that topic, can you tell us, my listeners, a little bit about yourself? I would be happy to, Molly. I'm Mrs. Tiggis. I'm the school counselor at Jordan Creek. I've been at Jordan Creek. In fact, this will be my 27th year that I've been at Jordan Creek. And for the past 20 years, I've been working as the school counselor. So I get to work with students in kindergarten through sixth grade, which I absolutely love. And it's been a joy getting to know families like yours. What have you been up to during this time? Gosh, Molly, it's been been a busy time for my family and I. We've been spending lots of time together since March, since the pandemic started, and just enjoying our time with each other. But we also personally just recently moved. So we had lived in our previous home for the last 16 years. So when our kids were in grade school, like you, is when we had moved into our previous home and now our two children are both adults and living on their own so my husband and i decided that we wanted a smaller home just for the two of us and our dog and so this summer has been a busy time moving and reorganizing and getting settled in but we're we feel kind of there and it's it's definitely been a good time for us to have that time to do so yeah yeah, it is a good time. How, <laughs> things are going to be a little bit different in the school year. Could you tell me a little bit about it? Yeah, things are going to be a little bit different. But, but one thing that's really going to be different is that we finally get to be back together again. And I'm so, so looking forward to all of us returning back to school to learn together again. But one thing that um, definitely has not changed, it has always been our number one priority at school is to always keep all of our students safe. And that's still going to be our number one priority when we come back in a few weeks. However, because of COVID, we are going to be instilling a lot of new changes that we'll be going over with our students and, and our staff once we get back. And some of those changes might look a little different to, to you and to all of our students. We're going to have a lot of social distancing guidelines put into place. So you're probably going to see like floor decals on the, on the carpet and in the hallways, just kind of reminding everyone to keep six feet apart from one another. All of the teachers and the staff, we're going to be given face shields to wear, like a plastic face shield to have to help protect us. And then we're all being encouraged to wear our mask, our face mask, 
We're encouraging all of our students to also bring either a cloth mask to wear on our faces or your faces, as well as potentially maybe a face shield if, if you prefer that instead of the mask. Um, we're also some of the new changes every day before we come to school. We're going to ask students and families to, to kind of do your own health self-assessment at home, just to take your temperature, make sure that you aren't running a fever. We as teachers are going to be doing that every day when we get to school as well, just to make sure that we're all healthy and keeping each other safe. Some other things I know that we're going to be doing is more regular hand washing during the day. We'll actually have scheduled times, kind of like what you've done in the past where you maybe have had scheduled times where your teachers took you to the bathroom and let you take bathroom breaks. We're going to still have those, but we're also going to have scheduled times during the school day to wash hands and make sure that we're cleaning and disinfecting every area that we're in. You're going to probably see a lot more of our custodial staff, like Mr. Rich, going around. He's going to be cleaning doorknobs and, and any times that handrails or things that have been you know, touched by students or staff, those are going to get disinfected regularly throughout the day. Some other things, we've always had water fountains that we could use in the buildings in the past. We won't be using those. We're gonna have those all are going to be kind of disconnected, but instead we're encouraging students and staff to bring their own bottles of water and we'll have water stations where you can go and refill your water if that's needed. We're also gonna have lots of sanitizing, hand sanitizing stations set up around the building so that you can quickly hand sanitize. And then I think the other big thing is down by the office area, where like Mrs. Cook and Mrs. Barr work, our school secretaries, they are putting up like some plexiglass barriers just to help protect them as well, because a lot of visitors and parents that come to our school that'll be going to the office and speaking to them, we wanna protect them. So a lot of safety precautions just to keep us all safe, which will be different, but definitely need it so that we can all return and continue to remain healthy when we're back. Mm -hmm. How can we love and support our friends because we can't give them hugs? I'm so glad that you asked this question, Molly, because you're kind of a lot like me. We both like to show our affection to other people and, and show them that we care about them by giving them a hug. Mm -hmm. You know that that's one of the ways that Mrs. Tiggis loves to, to greet her friends too, giving them hugs or high fives or fist bumps. And, and to keep us safe, we have to kind of be thinking outside the box right now and and showing our, our love and kindness to each other in other ways. But we can still obviously share our friendly smiles. We can still, you know, I'm, I'm one that I think nonverbal body language is good to use. So kind of, you know, I like to kind of with my fingers make the shape of a heart. Can you do that, Molly? And kind of, you know, yeah, exactly. I can see that through our Zoom call right now. And, and that makes me feel good to see you sharing that with me. So I think, you know, sometimes even just giving someone a thumbs up, maybe like a little, you know, air fist bump or air, air hug, high five. air high five, kind of the elbow bumps that we can do. 
I think there's lots of other alternative ways, even though it's maybe not quite the same as the actual physical hug. I think there's a lot of ways that we can still mm -hmm. let each other know, hey, we're glad you're here and we're, we're definitely thinking of you and, and giving them other ways that we can express mm -hmm. our kindness to them. And you know, one thing also, Molly, when I think of expressing our kindness, I think there's a lot to be said both with our spoken words to each other and our written words. And I think, you know, being able to, to show our kindness by speaking words that are kind to each other, but sometimes just a friendly note, especially if you notice someone is kind of maybe having a down kind of day or not feeling so well, just writing them words of, of hope and encouragement can mean a lot too. And when it's written down, people can reread that note over mm -hmm. and over again. Yeah. The masks make me kind of nervous. Will I be able to hear very well when they're like talking through the mask? That's a good question too, Molly. One of the things that all of the classroom teachers will have in their rooms when they're teaching this year is they're gonna have microphones. And, and some of the teachers have used these in the past, so you might be familiar with them. But if they haven't, they're going to be encouraged to use them this year so that if your teacher or someone is wearing their mask, you can hear them. If a student doesn't have the microphone though and, and it's hard to hear them, it's okay. I think this is kind of one of those years where when we come back, this is different for all of us. So I think, you know, that's one of the things you're probably going to notice right away is your teachers. And even when I come in for guidance, we're going to have talks about this. We're going to ask, what are your fears? I'm glad that you're naming that feeling that you're saying, you know, I'm kind of a little nervous or I'm kind of a little, you know, anxious about wearing the mask. And I wonder, will I be able to hear you? You know, we're going to want you to be very open and honest about any of your feelings because all of those feelings are very, very normal right now. And if you're feeling it, most likely you're going to have other classmates and other students in our school and probably even some of the adults are feeling those same things too. So being able to name it out loud and talk about it with each other kind of makes us feel like, oh good, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one thinking that about the mask and, and gives us a chance to talk about it and then be able to kind of show grace to one another to say, hey, I couldn't hear you and, and maybe it's because of the mask being on. Could you just simply repeat what you just said? And I think that will help us help one another. Yeah. And I won't know how, I won't be able to see anybody's facial expressions. Do you have any tips? Oh, I like that. You're really coming up with some good questions, Molly. That makes me happy that you've been thinking about these kind of things. You know, one thing with the mask on, I know our mouth is one of the ways, like I can see you right now, you're showing mm -hmm. me your big friendly mouth smile, and I love that. And you're not wearing a mask, and I can see that. And you can probably see on my face that I'm smiling. But you know what? There's other parts of our body, Molly, besides the mouth that we can also look at to be able to kind of tell how somebody might be feeling. The eyes are a very important 
part that sometimes, you know, can be just as big of an indicator. I, I once heard someone say that the eyes are the window to your soul. And I think there's so much truth to that, that like, as I'm looking at your face, even if you had a mask on right now, I could tell you, yeah, you're covering, thank you. You're covering up with your hand, but I can tell you're happy because I'm looking at your eyes and I'm looking at your eyebrows and they're all kind of turned up. But if somebody's mad, kind of, you know, how sometimes when you're mad, your eyes can just scrunch. Ooh, and you're doing a good math face for me right now. And I'm seeing your eyebrows kind of going down. You kind of get sometimes some wrinkles in the middle of the forehead. And, you know, if somebody's feeling sad, you know, they might kind of even their whole everything. Oh, and you're showing me your sad face now. Yeah, and I can tell. But your head kind of turned down. Your eyes looked down. So I think there's other ways, even if our mouth is covered up by our face mask, we can look at the eyes, we can look at the eyebrows, sometimes even other parts of our body, like when I'm mad, I might, you know, kind of fold my arms together and even just the gesture I just saw you do or, you know, everything kind of gets tight. So I think we can look for other clues that people might give us besides their mouth. Sometimes we listen to what they're saying. Sometimes even listen to what they're not saying. Like I can sometimes read a person's body language and if they're usually a pretty happy, cheerful person, but all of a sudden they're not talking at all. Maybe that's sending me a message. So even with the, the face masks on, I think we'll have opportunities to still be able to express ourselves to one another and understand each other's feelings and when all else fails once again this is where we get to show grace and we get to just come right out and ask hey molly how are you feeling today and give you an opportunity where i can seek first to understand just by listening what yeah Due to the coronavirus, during this quarantine, we've had lots of changes. There are some benefits to it, too. Like, we've had more family time. I've, I love bike riding, and we've got to go on more bike rides. And things are less busy, so we, that's another way that we get more family time, too. Are there any benefits that you think are good during this quarantine? You know what, Molly, first of all, I just want to say I am so proud and so happy. You just made my heart feel so good to see how you and your family really took this time to, to spend time together and to make that quality time together. And even though we didn't have to like the, the quarantining that we had to do and, and being home and away from school, I hope that everybody will be able to also look back at this time and, and realize that, yeah, we were given opportunities to really kind of slow down. And I think that's one of the things that, that I hope we will all continue to do. I think we just tend to get so busy and we schedule, schedule, schedule and have a gazillion things that we're running to and, and, and families don't really have a lot of time to just spend together riding bikes or going for walks or or playing games and i i really hope that as we come back to school 
that that is something that families will continue to do is just find balance. That's where when we say sharpen the saw and find balance in your life, that we'll still find that balance and be able to to still kind of put first things first and make family time our priority. The other thing that I think, Molly, is I think about benefits from all of this is that I hope it really has given every a new appreciation of what we really truly have as an opportunity you know I used to hear kids when they'd be like oh I have to go to school oh I don't want to get up oh it's Monday morning you know and I hope that now it's kind of like wow I get to go to school oh my gosh it's finally I get to go back because we've been away since March 12th, and that's a long, long time. And, and I think we all just miss each other so much. And I think when we get back, I hope that it, it gives all of us a new appreciation, like, wow, this is really, truly a privilege. And this is an opportunity, and let's make the most of it. And let's have fun together. And let's just enjoy our time learning together and having fun and laughing and 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 just being back together with our friends and our teachers and seeing each other in person instead of just over the computer screen like this again yeah yeah <laughs> thank you so much for chatting with me today i really enjoyed it Molly. thank you so much for the great tips I have so enjoyed just getting to see your beautiful face again, and I am so grateful that, that you want it to be able to visit. And I'm so, so looking forward to seeing you and all your classmates and all our Jordan Creek friends back at school again very, very soon. You enjoy the rest of your summer, though, and, and I look forward to when we're back in, in just a few short weeks, okay? Okay. All right, take care, Molly. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Small But Mighty. We post a new podcast every Tuesday and Friday. We may be small, but we sure can do mighty things. Subscribe and keep on listening.